Steve. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to episode two yeah. of the King's Podcast. And uh, we're in this series mm-hmm. um, called Spirit Filled. So we're going to have a little bit of chat about that today. Yeah. Um, but first, little warm up question. We're obviously doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you listen to podcasts much? I do. I am a frequent podcaster. Frequent listener. Okay. Yeah. Any any particular ones that? Yeah, at the moment I listen to Theology in the Raw by Preston Sprinkle. Uh, really enjoying that. And I listen to Thirty Minutes with the Perrys, mm-hmm. Preston and Jackie Hill Perry. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's on my radar. I haven't listened yet. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. What about you, Brother G? What are you listening to? Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not a huge podcast. The main one that I, I go to often is one called the emotionally healthy leader. Um, yes, yeah, definitely the one I've listened to most. Uh, I go and just listen to other, uh, kind of preachers a lot. Um, particularly people like Tim Keller and John Piper, um, John Tyson kind of more recently. Um, but to be honest, I listen to music probably more than I listen to podcasts, but, um, but yeah, so spirit filled. Yeah, we are three, four weeks in. How are you finding it so far? What are your observations so far? And maybe just a little bit as well about like what you're still hoping to see in the series. I am hoping to see rain from heaven on a Sunday. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I mean that would be great. But <laughs> I yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I. I love the kind of theological sound teaching behind it. Um, yeah, it's good. It's It feels like real good hearty food that I'm mm. like feasting on every week. Um, I am, yeah, I feel, I feel like that for me, I'm still wanting to have like a, a real moment. Um, for myself mm. to be honest like yep. to have a and you know it's great that you know we live in the spirit so I don't want to kind of make it like a moment is what I is what I'm gonna live off of but I, I do want to have a moment and press into whatever pressing means <laughs> I know Joe and Andrew were talking about that but like for a moment that I encounter God in a real powerful way um yeah, and I feel like I, I would love to have that. Mm. Mm. And yeah. just obviously, we're both on team, yep. two of the pastors in the church. How how have you found that even on Sundays as we're, be, you know, you're, you're working on a Sunday, you're there trying to yeah. serve other people, but is that difficult? Oh, yeah, like it, it is. Because um, you're kind of like on the front row or dealing with someone else or, or leading worship. So having that space to kind of, internally have that connection with God or um it is difficult like just to be real like we're 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 pastors but we're humans so having to do the kind of dual function thing but um it is still it's it doesn't mean that you you're completely taken out of it um but I think it's probably for us to seek it even more mm. and to really say okay I'm not going to be distracted by what's around me um mm. I'm gonna really lean into what is god that what is what it is god is doing yeah, yeah. i guess for us not just on maybe where sundays are more tricky finding other yes. moments spaces yeah, yeah. we've obviously got the benefit of tuesday mornings we start as a staff mm. team don't we yeah in kind of prayer and worship we've used those times to lean into the series and that's been really good as well mm. for us as staff yeah 
Yeah. How about you? How have you found it so far? And- well, to be honest, I've been a little bit disrupted. I was actually ill for a week and then and then have had a week holiday. But even the first couple of weeks, I thought, you know, Joe opening the series, Andrew mm-hmm. the second week, even just from those first two weeks, have again, not necessarily things that are new, but yeah. being reminded putting some new language or or new images on things have really helped. So I just, you know, week one, Joe talked a lot about out of John 14 and, and the spirit being a helper. And he used that yeah. at the end, the kind of picture analogy of, you know, this isn't like my little girl, you know, or, or you know, if you've got a, a young child, daddy, can I help you? But this is like a lifeboat yeah. out at sea. Yeah, this yeah. is, you're in the middle of the storm mm. and suddenly that this lifeboat, this life-saving vessel comes to yeah. offer you help. And I just thought that was such a helpful image. Again, there have been since that week, multiple things I've asked for the Spirit's help in and even mm. just having that image quickly yeah, um, has just helped me to, to ask with more, I know, more faith, more expectancy, mm. just, just, yeah, that's been really helpful. And then week two with Andrew, the pickling, I just thought was such <laughs> a helpful. I mean, I love I love gherkins anyway. Um, so yes, amen, amen to gherkins. But um, just again, this idea of, you know, I've heard lots of conversation debate about, you know, the different feeling baptism. Mm-hmm. And actually to, to where Andrew, I just thought, strip some of that away and go, actually, the the, the question is, you know, the bigger emphasis is actually are you continuing yeah, yeah. to be filled to be you know to Marked, be to be marked changed. and filled yeah, yeah, yeah. and, ch- and yeah, changed yeah, yeah the yeah. changing of actually you were one thing but actually the the empowerment and presence of the spirit makes you something something completely different i just thought it was so helpful mm. so even on those first two weeks just um yeah have have found some of just the imagery and language around the spirit just so so helpful and but very much like you as well expectant for myself i'm mm. hoping mm. and praying just for another yeah an ongoing another encounter another filling mm. where just you just you walk away you go and oh, i just met with god yeah yeah you know yeah. um so yeah very much hoping uh for that as well um be good just to talk about again part of the series the way that joe opened it was he talked about in a church like ours people from different backgrounds, cultures, but different church backgrounds as well. And that we would all have different experiences and theology of Mm -hmm. the spirit. Just would love to hear a bit about your experience more broadly of the spirit in your life growing up. Yeah. So um, I speak about this in in my sermons. I I grew up, I actually grew up Rasta. And then when I started to go to the church, um, go to church, it was a very Caribbean Pentecostal church. Worship was lively, sounded a lot different to what it does at King's sometimes. Um, and it was very expressive. Um, I felt like there was, yeah, a lot of time to really soak in that time of worship. And then it was like, yeah, it was an expectance of exuberant praise and very loud and um, expressive. And that's kind of what I was raised in and, and what I... I guess happens naturally or as a, as a result to how I was raised. Um, but yeah, from a young age, knowing that I felt that stuff and it was happening around me, but very quickly knew something was happening inside of me as well. So it wasn't just an external thing. It was 
an internal like move and power of the Holy Spirit. And to be honest, um, worship became like my safe space where not only I, I met with God, but like it was like, um, I don't, it was like in worship, I felt the closest, but also the safest in his presence. And I just loved to be in that space. I loved to be in a space where I was almost lost in it. And like everything else just didn't mm. matter. It, it didn't uh, exist, all the worries and difficulties. Yeah, I, and I, I loved being in that and I would really like just I would want to go to church or whatever meeting was so that I could have that feeling of safety and just being lost in worship um yeah that's bit that was my experience as well so in my church speaking in tongues was normal I was filled with the Holy Spirit when I was 13 didn't speak in tongues quite upset about that and then, <laughs> and, then um, and I remember really praying and like like praying for the gift of tongues. It wasn't taught that you had to speak in tongues, but it was kind of like expected. Mm, yep. I had a really bad experience where a friend of mine, she's great, but she this wasn't right. She she was like, you haven't spoken in tongues yet. So she started to pray for me, but in like a real like, come on. And like definitely buckled under the pressure. So, <laughs> <laughs> started faking, speaking in tongues. Oh man, it wasn't great. <laughs> like, like it was happening. I was like, this is actually <laughs> really. I, I'm pretty sure I had a moment where I faked speaking in tongues. It's not easy. It's not, like it's, it's actually really hard to think of the <laughs> yeah, phrases. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I, I actually ended up speaking in tongues for the first time. I was in a worship group when I was um in my t early twenties, and we'd just gone to a rehearsal. Like you know, there's a couple of us, maybe five or six of us and we just finished uh, rehearsing a song and the presence of God was there and mm. I could feel it again I've felt it many times before and we started to pray and I started to to speak and then I heard what I was saying uh, I literally I covered my mouth I was like what what was that and like they all looked at me like what are you doing and I was like and I let go and it just yeah tongues just started to come wow. out I went home on the bus and as I was on the bus, I was. It was a long journey. I was. I was praying, and I could hear myself speaking in tongues. It was amazing. But mm. I, I remember, yeah, being younger, being and not speaking in tongues. That was hard for me. Uh, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> How about you? What's your? So I've got some like really early memories of like the move of the, of the spirit. Mm. So I grew up in Kings. Yeah. And um, when I was quite young there was the Toronto Blessing, which mm. Steve has mentioned a yeah, couple of yeah. times. And my mum worked for the church at the time. So she went kind mm -hmm. of on that trip to Toronto. And so I've got like early memories of on a Sunday coming down from kids work uh, and the meeting hadn't finished yet and peering through the windows and just seeing people laid out yeah. <laughs> in the spirit. And so I've got those memories. <laughs> I grew up going to a Bible week called Stonely mm -hmm, um, as it. well. And that was, that's that's the time where I remember coming back and saying to my mum and dad, ah, oh, I can speak in tongues now. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty, How old are you? Oh, man, six, <laughs> six, seven. And I may, maybe, it, you know, I don't know. God and spoke I was, through a donkey. Well, so... <laughs> 
Are you calling me a donkey? No, no I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> no, just saying. So I don't know, but I do. I, there have been moments where I've thought, "Oh, this is." I'm having to think very hard about this, and and actually, therefore, when I actually really think I did get the gift of tongues, and actually, you, it just flowed. Mm, mm. You're kind of like, okay. I've got I've got confidence that this is the real deal now. But um, yeah. But so yeah, memories of just growing up, seeing people, yeah, you know, quite dramatically laid yeah. out in the spirit. Um, I, and then I obviously was going to Stony and then started going to New Day when I was mm. about 11. Uh, and saw again, just every year you would see quite remarkable things. Mm. Hundreds of young people giving their lives to Jesus, healings mm. and some like remarkable stuff. And then I actually experienced a healing for myself, mm. uh, when I was about, I was about 14, 15, I, I'd had a really bad back. Um, my spine was scarred. I damaged ligaments and it had massively impacted mm. me in my kind of like early teenage years. And then I actually went on a youth weekend away to Carity Wood and we were in one of the meetings and there wasn't like we had this big prophet or, mm. you know, all my, just my friends. There was a moment of ministry and my friends just got around me. It wasn't even any of the youth leaders. Yeah, my friends yeah. got around me and they just prayed for my back. And I experienced like instant healing. It wasn't wow. something I could test there and then because it, it came on and off, mm. but <clears throat> basically went home. And I, I had at that point missed loads of school. I was mm. having hydrotherapy every week. And actually from that day, I'd never had another day off school wow. and was healed that weekend. Oh, and the doctors God. couldn't explain yeah, 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 yeah. it. Um, and so that was quite a remarkable moment mm. of, of, of healing um, and just... Yeah, like little moments. Uh, that, that was a big moment. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, you still, I, I don't know if this is the kind of natural condition of the human heart. The pessimist sometimes yeah, creeps so in like, and you go, oh, did that really mm, happen? Mm, mm. Or, you know, but definitely was healed in an instant. Yeah. Haven't haven't looked back, haven't had a day off, back, off school since then. Um, New Day have just heard countless, countless testimonies mm. of incredible healings. Um, and so, so like grew up with quite a strong kind of the, the presence of the spirit mm. and yet have also at times battled with, particularly probably as Kings have, has grown at times, the lack of sometimes what we've seen mm. maybe of the presence of the spirit on a Sunday, that's been a tension yeah, yeah. at times. Um, again, like some of that is, uh, I mean, it's not that the spirit isn't present because again, yes. people are coming to faith yeah, constantly. Yeah, there yeah. are lots of signs of the spirit being at work but some of those more like the signs of his power yeah, yeah. um prophecy things that the bible says to eagerly desire yeah, yeah, yeah. but seeing a bit of an absence at times and so again even as we are in this series just uh again just that tension of we're trying to teach these things right we're trying to we should eagerly desire these things and and seek them and pray for them and ask for them but also being very aware that actually the inner workings of the spirit are as much, if not more important. Yeah. And probably that's the stuff that's happened more recently in my life, mm. the last few years, even mm. actually over the pandemic, some of the inner working of the spirit, mm. um, bringing some assurance, bringing joy, bringing peace. Yeah. Um, when other things have been stripped away, yeah. leaning into him and the spirit um, has been like some of the more mm. recent stuff. Mm. I'd, I'd agree, actually. Um yeah, it's it's interesting because your your walk with faith and and it should it should shift and change and go through different seasons. It's a relationship, right? So relationships go through different seasons. And I 
yeah, actually coming out of my kind of teenage years where I felt like I was having lots of really dramatic experiences. Like I said, I joined this worship group um, and something just about us just being a, abiding in his spirit and, and there not being a huge agenda behind it meant that we were free to express that. In fact, one time we um we went, we were ministering in a church in Brixton and it was, again, just one of those moments where the Holy Spirit was just really just present and thick, like mm -hmm. in the space. Um, and we came off the stage after we'd been ministering. And uh, again, one of those moments where it's like time just doesn't matter. And, like it's, uh, and I got off the stage, there's a couple of us on there, and I fell to the ground, like laughing hysterically. Um, no one else was doing it, which didn't make me feel great. I was, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I was laughing hysterically, like, and it, in my mind, because this was happening to my body, but in my mind, there was loads of crazy things going on in my family. I knew that there was a couple in the congregation who were on the brink of getting a divorce. And I was like really upset about that. But I was just laughing and laughing and laughing. And um, the guy that led my team at the time, he came over to me and I, I thought, I was like, can you, like, in, my, in the kind of hysteric of it, I was like, help me, help me. And he just came over and gently put his hand on my shoulder and went, more, Lord. <laughs> that was like getting hot and just, yeah. And it, after that, I, again, not experienced anything like that, um, not seeing anything like that either. And then I was reading, I think it's Psalms 126, and it talks about those that weep, th those that sow in tears will reap in laughter. And I'd been really like just groaning in the spirit over some yeah really difficult things. And mm -hmm. God just used that to deepen something that needed to happen in internally. And you're right, the internal work of the spirit, which can often look like demonstrative, like what I talked about, but... It's true. It's what happens on the inside. It's what yeah. the peace that comes when we have those experiences with him. There are there are signs pointing to him. It's not a sign in and of itself, which, yeah, is mm. um, important. So some of the most poignant, prophetic kind of words I've had over the years, ones that just were timely and, and that I still refer back to or carry, mm. came out of moments of real pain yeah. yeah yeah um where i i poured out my heart yeah. to the lord often with tears like just mm. and then you know i've countless occasions just had you know once i got an email that morning i remember mm. i'd been yeah praying and, and and grieving in a way with the lord about something and then i got an email from someone that i loosely knew it wasn't mm -hmm. even like a strong connection and had this word for me that so spoke into, that. into the moment mm. and just I've had moments just again where like an Alice Bell has come up to me on a Sunday or in a prayer meeting just with a, a oh. word she's had had written it down a couple of times and given it to me and she just just has spoken into a moment where I've been seeking God praying yeah. and and again it doesn't necessarily words <coughs> that haven't always answered the thing or mm or change the circumstance but just where god has just gone i see yeah i yeah, know yeah. i'm here um which has just brought so much peace and as i say i still often would refer back i try as much as possible i try and write stuff down yeah, as people yeah. give it to me 
Um, and even this morning, as I was thinking about this podcast, I went and flicked back just through some of the things that God has said to me yeah. in the past, some of the things that have really carried me in seasons and just seeing his His goodness and, and yeah. But so it, we've talked, the series mm. I think has done really well. I think Andrew and Joe touched on it. I think they've touched on it in their own individual messages as well mm. as the last podcast episode, but just this tension, right? The tension of wanting to see God's power mm. displayed of it, it saying to earnestly, you know, to seek mm. gifts, but also the tension with actually that's not everything mm. that actually the fruit, the internal fruit maybe even outweighs the gifts yeah. and just, you, have you had any reflections? Obviously, you you've preached in the in the mm -hmm. series out of Romans eight, life in the spirit. Have you had just any reflections on as you were preparing for that life in the spirit and this tension? That I think you know where we can often get caught in. I I, I want that manifestation or yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. any reflections on any of that? Yeah, um, in the preach, I I basically focus on the importance of life in the spirit being about. Uh, reading your Bible and praying and mm. and the kind of the analogy, I don't talk about this in the preach, but the way that I see it is like those big moments that that is almost like your, uh, your standout meal that you get to have maybe once or twice a year. You may go to a really fancy restaurant and eat to the fullest and it's amazing and it's great, but that doesn't sustain you. You don't eat like that every mm. day. Do you know what I mean? And those are, those are special moments and they fill you in a different way that's not your daily that's not your porridge in the morning that's not your that's not your daily bread that's not your snack at night yeah. that's not that do you know mm. what i mean and 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 we couldn't it, uh, i don't know yeah it, i don't know if the analogy fits to that but it our daily walk is exactly that it's the what do we are we doing day by day that makes this relationship big so that when those moments come there is like there's space, there's capacity. We know what that feels like, um, but yeah, I think there may be a, a in my early. Actually, I, I I said in my early years of Christianity, that's what it was. It was like those were that's what I felt was the presence of God, and then I went through this weird time where I I felt like God was silent. I, I was praying, I couldn't really hear Him. Um, and thank God for, you know, you just said mention Alice Bell. Thank God for like mature <laughs> men and women of faith that you can just go to. And like, if you, if you don't know a, a mature man and woman of faith that can speak into your life, oh, you're missing out. Go like, find one. Yeah, go find one. Um, yeah. And I, I told her, like, I feel like God's not talking anymore. And she just was like, you know, like fire doesn't burn in, intensely all the time. And like you... He speaks in the in the stillness and in the silence and it doesn't always have to be this, you know, raging thing. And I remember going back and praying about that and I felt God say to me, you've experienced me as wind, as like a rushing wind. And that's great. But I need you to know that I'm air. Like I'm not just this thing that you can always feel, but I am constant and like you you breathe because of me. <laughs> like mm. it's not like you just because you can't feel it all the time doesn't mean that it's not there. You you breathe because of me. And that really shifted my perspective, even on those like I want the wind, the fire, the oil, <laughs> the rain, I want it all. But he is the air. 
you know, and he's there all the time. And, mm. and that really helped me kind of with that balancing of the this and, mm. and the that. Um, yeah, I, fa- I found the tension, I find the tension quite hard because I think, you know, there's a, when you're, when you're young and naive mm. and you're, yeah, it was all about the, yeah, the wind yeah, and the, yeah. the, the, but even as like Joe and Andrew said in week one, actually the, the opposite danger of actually as you, as you mature a bit, yeah, actually what yeah. <laughs> come with that is a settling, mm-hmm. a, 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 it's not about that, it's mm. about this and that, but then you can lose your hunger. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I think walking that tension yeah. is just difficult, mm-hmm. right? And I think as I, with every passing year, just seeing more and more of these tensions actually in mm. the Christian life, mm. the, the tensions to walk and, um, but I definitely feel like my prayer and hope for this series is just that we would see a bit more of yeah yeah these things. I used to I used to think about New Day, even just going and you have this big experience and just sometimes think of it almost as a bit of a leapfrog moment that God would use it to set ablaze again but but so that you would almost go back to then like you say the porridge like what's the the daily bread but like look look here i am again like this is this is you know through the year almost as particularly as a teenager you would just get caught up in all these other things and you'd lose vision of who he is and he'd go no no, no, Mm -hmm. this is who i am again Mm -hmm. and he'd go again and it just in his goodness just i guess trusting that he knows what we need when we need it mm. right and I, I know andrew in the last podcast talked a bit about almost the, the the greater the movement god's asking of you the more he needs to speak to help yeah. you make that movement and just yeah. just he knows what we need when we need it and i think actually even during the pandemic actually i felt like the lord um it was a bit of a season where i had to i think i had Obviously, I've led worship for many years. I lead the worship team here at King's. And so much of my experience of God is public. Mm-hmm. So yeah. much of it has been in leading others mm-hmm. and but and still experiencing him, but very much a public way. And I just actually felt like in the pandemic, God took me on a new journey of solitude, actually. Mm. I know in some ways we were all forced into that solitude anyway, but very much felt the Lord speak to me early on in that season about no, no, like seek me and actually Mm. took some real leaps actually in what it means to just quietly behind closed doors, faithfully commune with him, abide in him Mm. day by day. Um, On that then, so we're both worship leaders and have been for many years. Has there been a season where there's been a song that, has like really helped in that many yeah to be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah. many again like even during the pandemic a really key one for me was uh everlasting arms mm. um by lou fellingham and just the truth in it the richness in it the in all of the verses um that was one that I lent into a lot. Mm, mm. But one of the, I mean, it'd be good to actually talk a bit about the Spirit's work in worship, yeah, right? Yeah. Because actually I find the Spirit in different moments has, has even songs that I've sung hundreds of times, there are yeah. moments where he brings almost new yeah. revelation like, to whoa. it, new meaning to it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah, you go, yeah. 
I've never sung yeah, this song yeah, in that yeah, way, or yeah. I've never seen this mm. in that light mm. before. We had it recently. We had a, a prayer meeting at the Lee site and we were singing, How Great Is Our God. Mm. As a worship leader, it's a staple, it's a right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the song that you have up your sleeve. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when the anchor person says, one more, one more. and you go... <laughs> <laughs> how great like it's just the one you have and yeah. you've sung it hundreds of times mm. and we're singing it, it's premium and it was like the spirit just brought fresh mm. revelation mm. of what we were saying i think it was particularly when we sung the line um he wraps himself mm. in light mm. and i just instantly had this image of like you know, we we all woke up this morning and chose to put on whatever clothes and you put you chose those trousers and that jumper and and i just like God clothes himself in light. Mm, mm. And I just like my mind exploded in that yeah, moment of yeah. like, what does that mean? Yeah, what does yeah, that yeah, look like yeah. that he can bend mm. light to, to form it? Do you know what I mean? Mm, it was just, mm. and, and, and it almost happened. The, the whole song almost expanded and exploded for me again. Yeah. Um, time being in his hands, oh, you mm. know, it's like, and that's happened on multiple occasions um, where, and I think that is, that is, you know, we've we've talked about the spirit. One of the primary works of the spirit is to bring truth, to mm. lead us into mm. truth, to reveal the Father, to reveal the Son, and that that is true of our whole lives. Mm. But it's also it ha almost a micro expression. Every time we come in corporate worship together, that's what's happening, yeah. right? Yeah. Is the spirit is taking what would otherwise be an ordinary song, mm. and and awakening our souls to it. You know, the mm. Psalms talk a lot about awake my soul, awake my mm -hmm. soul. Well, there's a place to talk to ourselves, but ultimately it's what the Spirit's doing in yes. us. All that. It's awakening our hearts and our souls to, to sing, but to receive the truth, to believe the truth. Mm. Even this morning we were in staff prayer, right? And we sung um, Greater Than It All. Mm. Again, and one of those ones that <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah we yeah. sing it a lot. Yeah. And just again, I was yeah. just stood there and I was reminded the only reason that I can sing and mean these words, that God is greater than everything. All the things that are going on, and you know, for all of us listening, anyone listening right now, we've we've all got all these things going on in our worlds. Um, you know, things that are worrying us, producing fear, anxiety. And I was like, the only reason I can sing this morning that you are Lord, you are greater than it all, is because the Spirit is testifying to yes. my own soul. You spoke out of Romans yeah, 8, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's the spirit yeah. that testifies, that, that helps us cry, Abba, Father. It's mm -hmm. the only reason we can cry, mm -hmm. Abba, Father. Or mm -hmm. well, the only reason we can cry anything mm -hmm. of God, of his goodness and mm -hmm. mercy and grace is that the spirit is speaking to us. Yeah. Every time we sing together, the spirit is testifying to our very souls that this is true. Mm. This isn't just wishful thinking. This is true. Yeah. This is the solid rock on which you can stand right now. Everything else pales in significance as you gaze upon yeah. his goodness. In that song as well, grace and mercy found me. And, you, and it's the spirit that says, yeah, you know, grace and mercy found you then, or it will continue yeah. to find you and yeah. pursue you every day yeah. of your life. Um, and it's that. It's, it's that that, you know, I... I've had some moments of the spirit powerfully at work, as I say, my back was healed, but there's not, there's not been a lot of those big moments. Mm. Often I've been a bit, I've been the guy looking at other people going, I like a bit of that. <laughs> but what I can, like there've been lots of moments in worship where mm. I just feel the spirit fan into flame, the truth of the song. Like, that happens a lot. Mm. Um, whether I'm leading worship or being led in worship and you know, that happens 
a lot. Hmm. What are you thinking? Just thinking he's really good. <laughs> just even in this moment, mm. just feel like, just feeling the spirit just saying all those things again to me. Mm. Um, yeah. Should we just pray? I just, yeah. I don't know how long we've been going, but <laughs> I just, how long have we been going? Half an hour. <laughs> let's, I just, I just really feel like, mm. let's just pray. We might keep talking in a minute, but just wherever you are, Wherever you're listening to this right now, whether you are sat at home doing the washing up, hanging out the washing, whether you're on your way to work, on your way home from work, listening in the car, just why don't you just take this moment to bring yourself before him and we we pray, Holy Spirit, that just you would in this moment I believe you already are mm. at work and speaking to our very souls. Holy Spirit, we pray. Just reveal the goodness of the Father, the love of the Father, the grace and mercy of Jesus to us again. That these things we're talking about, just want to take actually, just we don't want to just talk about you in this mm. podcast. We want to experience you. This is all so that we would know you and walk with you and abide in you. So Lord, I pray for every person, wherever they are right now. Holy Spirit, would you just keep leading us into, into truth? Keep leading us closer mm. to Jesus. We know the goodness of the Father. We're so grateful for your presence, Holy Spirit. Yeah, I just have a real sense that, um, you know, we, we spoke about that tension of the high moments and there's something that happens in those high moments where you have to surrender control and allow the Holy Spirit to move as he would. And I would pray that for myself, but also for us as a church, that each individual will just say, okay, uh, whatever that looks like, if, even if it's taking me outside of my comfort zone or um, causing me to react or do something that I, I myself, I know I wouldn't really do that. Lord, I, I pray that you will, you'll give us the, the trust in you to, yeah, to go with what it is that you're doing in us and through us, Lord. Amen. 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 I think it would be good just to 
maybe just like you know we're again all coming from different backgrounds or different experiences is there almost maybe you just prayed it but is there anything you'd want to encourage people as we as we're maybe around the halfway point mm -hmm. um anything you'd want to encourage those listening um in or any resources or anything that you'd want to point people towards to again like what we don't want to see is you know strong start and it tail mm -hmm. off we want to mm -hmm. we want to keep pressing in um anything you'd say do you know what if you're if you i would say um read acts again hmm. <laughs> like acts is an amazing book i'm reading through it at the moment and just seeing what the early church experienced um and what the spirit did in that move is inspiring um that for me has been a real just mm. just a reminder wow like you opened prison doors or you like you you spoke through these people and like paul was treated like this but he still continued and it, it it's so so inspiring um so yeah i would say that uh revival history there's loads of there were loads of toronto blessing the azusa street uh, revival reading the stories of what has happened when god moved in a mighty way stirs your faith um and yeah just exposing yourself to those those stories of what happened in our past find an older believer and mm. talk to them about their experiences in the holy spirit and they they will tell you about how God has moved in those big moments and also the quiet moments and it will stir your faith for for what he could do and what he he we would want him to do um, yeah yeah I was um I was privileged enough to have a sabbatical earlier in the year and I read through the New Testament and again acts incredible when you read it but also just actually struck in the gospels mm. just it's just constantly Jesus saw the crowds had compassion and healed mm, and mm, healed mm, and mm. healed and just this constant flow of God's mercy yeah. being expressed in powerful ways mm. and um just just again knowing that's his heart that's mm. what he wants to do mm. and actually when we pray when we ask we're not trying to twist his arm it's like he's so eager yeah. and ready yeah. probably actually the, the fault is normally we don't ask enough yeah. Yeah, yeah right so as we continue just keep asking if you've kind of got this far in the series and you're still wanting more great yeah do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like and andrew andrew's encouragement just keep seeking more mm, mm. um he shared the story didn't he of um a pastor running up the, to the front <laughs> yeah. just, oh, if, if terry berg is going to pray for someone i want prayer it's mm, like mm. Let's be eager. Mm. And if you've already received, again, just yeah. keep asking for <laughs> yeah, more, yeah, right? Yeah. That's that's my heart. That's what I'm hoping for. One of the things I've done, I guess, it's not a resource in a way. Um, I know Joe plugged Spirit and Sacrament, mm. um, Andrew's book, which I would highly recommend. That was um, really, particularly in the worship setting, actually, about what, what does it look like when two worlds that are often kept quite, separate charismatic worship and more sacramental worship actually what is it a vision for what they look like together mm. where we you know you know full of praise and hands lifted and the power of god at work but also the depth and and joy in 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 breaking bread together mm. and so mm. highly recommend that one of the other things i've tried to do over the last couple of years is actually you know i said about 
so often when we sing songs, we can go into autopilot mm. songs we mm. know well, but actually taking the time to read through a song and particularly I've, I've tr I bought a hymn book and um, where we don't sing as many hymns, I actually regularly, um, daily, I try to is actually just read through a new mm. hymn mm. and actually then use that as almost a, a kind of a prayer reflection yeah. and actually asking the spirit to, again, let this truth sink further into my heart mm. and un unpack this truth so it's not a resource as i say but has been a practice that i've found really helpful to read through a hymn you know maybe read it a couple of times asking the spirit to illuminate and 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 yeah go deeper into my soul mm. um has been has been really helpful um let me just pray one last time as we as we kind of wrap up yeah. um yeah father we Lord, we, we, we bring hunger, we bring thirst. And Lord, we, we want to, I don't know, like in my heart, Lord, is I want to balance truth in my heart. But Lord, I, I also don't want to be so eager to get it right that actually I just, yeah. I don't come hungry enough, Lord. So we, we do ask, Lord, we're about halfway through this series and Lord, we're eager for more. Lord, as a church, as a people, as individuals, Lord, we want to know more of the power of God in our lives. Ultimately, Lord, for your glory, mm. that we would witness um, to your glory, to your name, actually, all, all the greater, Lord. It's ultimately all for your glory. But Lord, we want to, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you would continue, Holy Spirit, to pour yourself out upon your church, upon us here at King's Church London that we may see you in greater view, greater clarity, that we our hearts would be set aflame for you. Again, Lord, we pray that we would see the power of God amongst us, move amongst us, uh, that we may worship you and live uh, for you all the more. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As we finish, I was just reminded... We gathered the worship team, didn't we, mm -hmm. um, back in May for four nights mm -hmm. where we kind of really felt the Lord kind of lead us to to seek him, to pursue him. And I remember getting to the, the final night and I very much felt like, well, what now? Like we've led the team in these in these three nights and to pursue God. And it's like, well, what now? And I just, I was actually really helped by a, a preach I heard by John Tyson where he talks about, it's not it's not our job to we we don't blow the wind mm. god blows mm. and he just very helpfully talked about what our job is to keep putting up the sails yeah yeah just keep putting up the sails and it's it's up to god it's it's mm. it's up to him when he chooses to blow mm. our job is we put up the sails and we wait yeah we position ourselves as best as we can ready to catch the wind when it blows and mm. so just for everyone listening just that would be our encouragement. Let's mm. just keep putting up the sails and be ready to catch the wind when it blows. Amen. Amen. Amen.